Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Okay, go. Okay. I'm Josh Peck. And I'm Ben Soffer. And, and we're, we're the, the good, good guys. guys. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm telling, I'm telling you. We have Benjamin. I've been in this business okay, for a okay, while. Okay. 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 Ready? Okay. Yeah. Look at me. I believe in okay, us. Okay. 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 <clears throat> I'm Josh Peck. And I'm Ben Soffer. And, and we're, we're the, the good, good guys. guys. There's a lot of guys out there. And we're the good ones. I feel wow, great about that. Great. Me too. That Killed happened. it. That happened. We're like on a sitcom. <sighs> we are. And we have a third good guy with us. And Mr. the following Cody is a Dear Media production. Yeah. Oh, God, you beat him to I it. I feel like I had to do that yeah. part. <laughs> <laughs> is that a prereq? Oh, yeah. It happens before we even jump in. <gasps> no, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every they, time. They own us. Yeah. yeah. No, we're owned. Yeah. Wow. We're owned. Well, Kelsey's on Dear Media, too. Yes, your yeah. lovely wife. Yeah. So I listen Beyonce? to her podcast. Fiance. Fiance, yes. When Excuse are you guys me. getting married? Uh, I, I would rather not say. Okay, cool. Yes, but it, next, next year. Week. This year? Next oh. year. Oh, the next year. Yes. Next year. Next year. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, Early next year. Marriage is fantastic. You're talking to two very yeah, married men. Yeah, it is. That's good. You married a wonderful lady, or will be married. She's amazing. And so she's fun. Chloe's yeah. fun. Oh, yeah. Paige fun. Paige is fun. She's a great girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm lucky. No, it's, it's like, you know what? What else are you going to do, right? Stay single? It's ridiculous. Yeah. It yeah. is right? ridiculous. Deal yourself yeah, yeah. in. Put some skin in the game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Nothing like owning property with someone that you hope will be with you forever. Yes. Yes. Yes, exactly. There is a point in life where it becomes like, oh, single right now would be more sad than it is, you know? It's a lot of the same conversations. Yeah, I just feel like I, I wouldn't know how to, I wouldn't know how to date and stuff like that. I just feel like I'd be bad at it. You'd figure it out. I also like, yeah, by the way, you would figure it out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For me, I always like romanticize it. Like if I was single, if I was single, I would be getting zero, zero girls <laughs> as I was before I was with my wife. Like my wife saved me. <laughs> Why is that? It's probably just like a lack. It was a general then a lack of self-confidence. Hmm. And now I have great confidence. So I would probably slay, but we'll never know. We'll God never willing. Know. We'll never know. We'll never know. I, so much of my time in the few years I was being a scoundrel out there was spent worrying that I was catching something mm. and ah. the freedom to not have that worry. So nice. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Mm. You know, you're a dirty dog out there. Anything can happen. Yeah. No, I this that's never been a fear for me. <laughs> I've never, never been fearful of any sexually transmitted diseases. Now the only thing I can catch is high cholesterol, and yes. I've got it. You caught it. You caught it. <laughs> Hard body caught karate. It. Yeah. yeah, it's super high. I'm on statins. It's mm. fine. It's regulated. Good. Okay. That is that's good. good. That is good. What do you have to do? Like, do you actually have high cholesterol? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I, I can feel. <laughs> I can feel really the is. listeners. Way, yes, he does. <laughs> I do. Yeah, okay. thirty-five. Wow, who would have thought? Huh? Genetic. And so we have to eat like 
less Crestor. meat and what's Crestor? <laughs> it's my, a pill I take. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. but then you have to like watch your diet and stuff too. I guess I'm on. I'm on the pharmaceuticals. I mean, yeah, I try not to be like a like. There are certainly people who will take that pill and then order a gigantic steak and baked potato. Yeah. I'm trying to be good, but yeah. yeah, it's inevitably. I remember I I tried to be really healthy for like three months before my blood tests, and I'm doing salmon and salads and the whole thing. It was like 20 points higher. So I I just realized I lost this battle. Yeah. Can't help it. We should huh. add that to our list of potential sponsors. Crestor. Yeah. 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 We should. Just what? preparing just in case you do get it. Yeah. Like we can. Or just cut team. in one of those like generic drug ads mm. where it's just like stock footage of old people having fun. I love those. I know. They it's add right in the middle of the podcast. They Ugh. add a random jingle and then tell you lightly that this medicine might lead yeah. to like nine types of cancers yes. yeah, as yeah. they're dancing. Yeah, and it's a boner pill. You know, yeah, they're great. No, I'm not, you know, being that I'm like on the very edge of fame, mm. people in my position and obviously much more successful get offered these drug commercials. Really? And I remember I was doing a TV show with John Stamos and he comes into the dressing room of like me and some of the other cast and goes, anybody got diabetes here? <laughs> and I was like, no, mm. not lucky enough. He goes, too bad. I'm hearing two mil for the commercial. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I was like, you know, Stamos was like, I bet I can get my blood sugar yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, I all of a sudden have diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice, you know, silver lining of having two a disease. Two million bucks. So maybe high cholesterol is kind of a good thing then. Could be. Yeah. I think you're going to get a Crestor commercial. I think it's going to happen. We're manifesting it. We often manifest advertisers. That's what we do here. We're doing this podcast to make money, okay, and we're good. very transparent about it. <laughs> yeah, that's and, great. Uh, so I think Crestor, I think it's going to happen for you. Big time. <sighs> great. TV, maybe late night, primetime spot. I'd love to. I think it's going to happen for you. I'll be the face of, uh, really, yeah, I've got a couple other ailments that are slowly coming on, so fingers crossed. I think that's yeah. going to be my retirement plan. Yeah. Just manifest some diseases and then be the <laughs> spokesperson. For them, Definitely. for the drugs that cure them, yeah. Do you have any ailments? You seem like a fairly healthy guy. Oh, man, I'm kind of blessed mm. to say that I don't. I've generally been in pretty good health. Thank God. Is that because yeah. you're Canadian? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just, you know, growing up in the cold. It, I don't know. Good health care yeah. from jump. That's true, yeah. Nice. That's a good point. Preventative. Yep. Speaking of being healthy, you were mentioning to us off camera that you are doing or preparing for the Iron Man. Yes. Which I is like the absolute Man. antithesis of me as a human being. Like, I just, I don't know. I wish I could. Yeah. I just don't think that I can. How mentally strong are you and what are you doing to prep? Tell Ben, because I don't think he knows quite how insane it is. You could do it. I could. Yeah, I think, I truly think that anyone could do it. Yes. I know it seems like a daunting thing, and it, it is. Like, it's really hard. No way around that. But you just train up to it, and your body, like, adapts. It's crazy how much, like, your mind will give up before your body does every time. So, yeah, I basically, but it's, like, kind of, it's a little bit in my blood, though, because my parents are both crazy endurance athletes. So, uh, growing up, I saw them do it. But so neither of them were, like, you know. Yeah. That's not what they did growing up. Their parents weren't athletes or anything. They just picked it up when they were in their 30s. So, like, when I was a child, I saw them get into it and was inspired by it. So, it's a little bit of, like, a nurture thing for me. It feels like it's, like, I have to do it. And my sister did an Ironman last year. Mm. So, I was like, I can't let my younger sister totally. do one of these things. And I'm not going to do it. Totally. And uh, so, I signed up. I was also just kind of like depressed and in a rut. And I did a race a couple months ago, or yeah, a couple months ago, I did an ultra marathon. 
And so training for that kind of like helped me like get my life back on track. Nice. Ultramarathon, so 50 miles? This was 100? 60K, so it was 37 miles. Wow. But it was like with 9,000 feet of elevation gain, so it was basically like a giant hike. So it took me nine and a half hours to finish it. So you did some walking? Just going nonstop, yeah. Did a wow. little bit of walking, <laughs> yeah. Dude. You say anybody can do it. It does sound like it's a bit of nature with your parents. Like my dad's a caterer. And like, I also think that there's something to do with religion here. Like, I just don't think Jews can, Jews can't do it. You don't think now. so? Way to perpetuate what's going on right what now. What percentage of Jews do you think are doing Iron Man? Okay, Kanye. I'm just saying. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Well, I think my body would break down 30. I actually am a very good walker. I feel like I could walk for a very, very long time and not get tired. But once I start to run, I can't do it. So I do love to swim. I do yeah. the swimming portion. Yeah. I'm a good swimmer. Nice. But biking's fun. Biking I'm liking it. Biking the yeah. seat. You have a good padded seat? No. My seat sucks. So what happens? It just like rides up your ass. ass? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. Constant pain in my ass asshole area. Why not? Sorry to be so explicit, but no. It's not fun. We can get you a beach cruiser seat, maybe. <laughs> Why don't they fix that? Why do they design these seats to give you an ass bruise? Well, I think long term, it's probably the most... Like efficient. Efficient, yeah. yes. Why? If you're in pain, that's not efficiency. Because you get used to it. You, you get, do. You get yes, calloused you under there, right? Eventually. On like, your gooch. I, I, want, I want nothing. I don't want a callous gooch. Wait, I want a smooth gooch. You don't want a hard gooch. <laughs> you want a hard weathered gooch. Kill the nerves That's in your gooch. Yeah. <laughs> As a Canadian, we all have hard weathered gooches. <laughs> when you see his gooch, it's like a baseball glove. <laughs> like... Like it's just hard and leathery. Like yeah, it looks like a uh, climbing wall. What the fuck is that? <laughs> but it's. Do you know like that? It's it's what a two mile swim, two and a half. Yeah, two. Yeah, two and a half. Two, two and a half. Hundred twenty mile bike. Hundred twelve. Hundred twelve. <laughs> I'm close. You're, You're like really in the ballpark. And, and then a marathon. Yeah. Yes. Uh, a marathon. Yeah. I'm doing it, Ben. It's a 37 miles. No. It's and then it's 1.1 marathons, right? No. Almost there. One marathon. I was in the ballpark. Yeah. yeah. Wow. No, I, here's what I love. First of all, on TikTok, do you follow Noel Mulkey or Noel Mulk? No. Okay. So he's a Ironman, like a, an athlete, like a proper, like does it for a living and Treat yourself. But he's always, this is a part I love, Jewish, I love food. How much you get to eat during these Dude, races to keep yes. you fueled? Tell us. During, but also in, like, just generally now in life, like, I love, I fucking love to eat. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, when I came over to your place in New York, that yep. bagel that you suggested with the tuna on it changed my life. Mm -hmm. Truly. Great. Great tuna. Like, I love, like, it's just one of the joys, it's one of my biggest joys in life is eating good food. I love it. I feel like I have like elevated taste buds, you know, I'm and everyone you. that knows me knows that like I'll be, eat a bite of whatever you're having. Food is like my thing. And so like I hate watching what I have to eat. And the thing is, it's harder for me to like watch, be super careful what I'm eating than it is for me to run like 20 miles. <laughs> so now that I'm training a ton, like I'm burning a shit ton of calories every day, I don't really have to be that careful with what I eat. So it's kind of nice. That's awesome. I still am like I, I kind of like enjoy the healthier stuff because it makes me feel better when I'm training. But like I'll eat ice cream like every day mm. and not really have to worry about it anymore. Whereas before it was like I could feel my, metas my metabolism slowing down, you know, like starts to happen when, in your 30s. I feel like 
Yeah. Shit, like you start to see the shit you're eating show up on your face more and stuff like that. And I could feel that happening. And now I've kind of like started to reverse that, it feels like. So that's good. Well, I think this should bring us to our what are you nuts segment mm. of the week. It's mm-hmm. usually how we start, Cody. Yeah, sure. I'll begin. Please. It's what grinds our gears. Mm-hmm. Gripes. Gripes. And other G words. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm you know what I'm done with? I'm done with listen, places like LA, New York. We're all recovering from the pandemic. Shit got crazy in the cities. We know this. It's been everywhere. Mm -hmm. I'm so tired of people going, I can't believe these major cities are unsafe. I'm sorry. Were they ever safe? They were safe adjacent. Mm. They were safer. What makes a place cool is lack of safety. Mm -hmm. If you want to be safe, go to Scottsdale. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Go to Westchester. Mm. Go to a lovely suburb. But cities inherently are going to have a little bit of danger and razzle-dazzle. What are you, nuts? What are you, nuts? That's a good one. Yeah, it's true. Is it true? I love the city because I walk outside and I know I could get slapped in the face by a homeless guy at any moment. (laughs) Yeah. I could run into just an old needle. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, (laughs) that's the thrill of my morning. Like, ooh, somebody shot up heroin in the corner. Yeah. This corner smells like pee. I was just saying. That's why I live there. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah, flavor. Flavor. I was out for a run and I got a citizen alert. That said, mm. someone was shot 0.5 miles away. I was like, that doesn't make me feel great, but I'm just going to keep going. Yeah, those things, I couldn't do the citizen alerts. I, it's yeah, just, it's really more stress than it is anything. It's, it's such a... Why do I, why do I want to know? I don't know. It's crazy. It, it's also the way that I feel about the news in general. Just like, I hear about things that are happening that are so far from me, and I actually can't do anything about them. So truly... Ignorance is bliss. I'd rather just not know. Yeah, I, I feel like I heard it somewhere, like a statistic or a study or something. Don't call me on this, but I'm gonna quote someone you. did a study about whether the new, whether the, like watching the news is just beneficial for your life in general, and it's not. It makes, just makes perfect sense to me. More, it makes you more unhappy, makes you more stressed, and doesn't really give you any like useful knowledge that you can take and utilize in your day to day life. It's just like, hey, this shitty thing's happening, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, just gives you general worry. Yeah. Like, horrendous that six people died in a building fire in Queens. Yeah. I don't know yeah, them, so the and news. now I just feel bad what for them. What are you, nuts? What <laughs> yeah, are you, nuts on nuts? the news? But it's also emotionally manipulative because they use dramatic devices like music, mm. right? Like, when they introduce the dun-dun-dun-dun, like, that triggers a feeling of, like, oh, this is serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that, that, was so that. <laughs> that was so good. That was so good. That was spot on. Yeah, you're right. And that's, Breaking news. Right, and that's all just borrowed from the movies and yeah. TV of, like, let's give them a really good, like, emotional music swell. Wow. All right, well, I got a what are you nuts. So I'm in Los Angeles. That's why we were able to record in person together, which is such a gift. And thank you again for joining yes. us. What a gift. We've never done this in person. We always do it over Zoom. Oh, amazing. But so... Thank you guys for having me. I don't yes, of course. That, of course. You. You're, you're more than welcome It's an anytime. honor. Yes. <laughs> Our first guest. That's amazing. Uh, so... Well, it was Jeanette McCurdy, but she made us can That's it. true. It was her. <laughs> she made us can it. For Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll get to Actually, my wedding and idea. We're going to talk about it. She, her and Josh were sitting together on a plane. She's like, love to come on your podcast. Talk about my new book. We did a whole episode. It was amazing. Afterwards, she's like, yeah, I didn't feel comfortable. You guys yeah. are going to need to cancel it. Oh, and it was, no. an, it was... By the way... Who couldn't feel comfortable with us? Yeah, We're I know. The good guys. This is, this is great. We're as comfy guys. as you can great. get. Yeah. And she... Who is this again? She was on iCarly. Oh, she, yeah, yeah. She wrote she the book. A, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, so we had a wonderful interview. She was great, by the way. Awesome. She was great. 
I really just think that she didn't want to give us this level of press. <laughs> because then she started doing like, not Ellen, but like like Ellen. Okay, like yeah, big, big stories. And I just don't think, Trevor Noah. Yes. And I just don't think that she wanted all the juicy gossip to come through me and Jeff. Damn, that would have been a huge episode. It was, it was like a second. She was everywhere. Yeah, for... we, were, we were pulling it, we were there. I know. Her book's killing it, right? Yeah. Dumb killing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's doing great. I mean, and we could have said, hey, you agreed, you know? Yeah. We have it. Yeah. It's going, yeah. but then we wouldn't be the good guys. Correct. Uh, we're good, so we killed it. Yeah. But we're going to talk about it until the end of time. <laughs> yeah, we'll juice what we can from we it. Will. <laughs> we will. But so, my What Are You Nuts is presidents traveling to cities and shutting them down. I was in Manhattan at home. Biden everywhere, my street shut, I couldn't get anywhere, mm -hmm. right? That's bad enough, that was last week. Mm -hmm. I come to LA, who's here? Biden, in Is the he? streets. Yes, last night, it took me almost two hours. <laughs> I have no idea where I am here, so I'm just gonna say from Santa Monica to wherever I was playing basketball, it took me two hours because Biden is following me. So what do you not stay at home? The yeah. White House is gorgeous. Just stay there, do all your work from there. You don't need to come to local cities and see what's up. That's why we have videos. Like I'll take a video for you and I'll send it to you. Stay at home, stop causing traffic and leave the people alone. Wow, so your what do you nuts is the president. Yeah, what do you nuts? Damn. Does not to get too Canadian, but, <laughs> but will like Trudeau, like does the prime minister of Canada like come by Calgary or like a random province and be like, PM's here, just want to hear how it's going. And I'm going to shut down the entire city in the process. I can't remember a single time where that happened mm, in really? Calgary growing up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I can't remember, but I also lived like a little bit outside the city, but I was in the city every single day. So I feel like I would have noticed that, mm. but I can't remember a single time. Mm. Are you a Flames fan? Are you a hockey fan? I used to, no, not really. I was kind of like the only kid growing up that didn't get into hockey or start playing it. But I mean, I was like a huge Flames fan when they were in the playoffs, when mm. they almost won the Stanley Cup. Because like the whole city is electric. It's yeah, like, sure. 17th Ave is our main, like, you know, fun street in downtown. And that becomes the Red Mile where everyone like goes out after the game and just like stands on the street in the jerseys. And it's just crazy. So I remember that vividly from growing up, like, them being in the Stanley Cup final and there being the Red Mile every single time there was a game. It was incredible. And that kind of made me a little bit of a hockey fan, but I just like don't really like sports in general. Mm. Not a sports guy. So it's just hard for me to really follow anything. Yeah, I hate hockey in particular. You hate it? Yeah, I'll, look, if, if it's a wow. Rangers playoff game and then somebody blesses me with tickets up against the ice, I'll get rowdy. I'll smack the... What is it called? The glass. The, the, the glass. glass. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> the glass. Yes. Yeah, interesting. The partition. <laughs> I'll smack, partition. Is that? I'll smack the glass. I'll get rowdy. But you never know where the puck is. It's just like it's a sport made for TV. It's like similar to football. Like I don't want to go to a football game. I'll watch it on TV. The only sport I like watching in person, basketball, is. Great. Yeah, going yeah, to I a football think. game kind of sucks. Sucks. Does. Sucks. It's not fun. It's made for TV. Like you don't know when somebody even got a first down. Yeah. Right. Like the lines are made for TV. Yeah. Yeah. And sucks. I don't know. Maybe I went to one and I stayed sober the whole time. Mm. And that kind of sucked too, just it because did. you're surrounded by just belligerent drunk people. What game? It was like at SoFi. 
It was, mm. I don't even know what game it was a Chargers He was like, the Super Bowl is stupid. Yeah, 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 was, yeah. Uh, yeah. What do they call it? The yeah. big game? <laughs> Snoop Dogg was performing, I think. Yeah. And I, but I am going to another Chargers game. Mm. And this time, I got invited to one in December, and it's going to be like a part of the, I'm going to be in the box on the field. Sick. So that should be a probably cool. a pretty Sick. cool experience, right? Yeah. So I'm hoping that that kind of changes my opinion of going. Honestly, to the boxes games. are just. Are they going to get great food? If they're going to get great food and you're going to have great drinks, then it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. But it still is not a good viewing experience for the game. Right. No matter where you are. Yeah. And this is like the ultimate like rich people gripe. <laughs> so I'm. Yeah. I regret even starting the <laughs> sentence that way. But don't you judge when you're in a in a box and they like. Go a little chintzy on the food. Like they go food light. Yeah. I know an unnamed billionaire who has a box that doesn't even have bottled water. Gary V doesn't have bottled water. <laughs> you, go, you go into this box, there's no there's not even water. There's not a chip. There's what? nothing. Yeah. There's not a chip. Name names. I can't. Oh. I can't. Jesus. I can't. Do you, Cody, do you have any... Do uh, we know friends? No. That? <laughs> Come on, you have one. <laughs> do you have a what are you nuts do, moment? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's hear what you're I'm doing. I'm a billionaire. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay. I, I, maybe I have one, but, you know, this might be a, I, I don't know, contentious one. Is that a word? Contentious? 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 There's contemptuous and then contentious. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with both. Contentious. Yeah? That's, so I use the hybrid of those two. Sure. Oh, so whatever that means. Please. It's it's people now who, when they're in a public setting and they're like giving some sort of speech, they go, it's so nice to finally all be back together in person. It's like, that's been that's been happening now for months and months, right? Yes. Yeah. Maybe not for everyone. No, like for people, everyone. You think so? It yes. is, right? It is. It, it is safe to say it that is. now. It's safe to say it. It's like- This it, is a it, safe it, space. It, yeah, using mm-hmm. that, I feel like, is a, is a giant crutch. Yes. It's like, well, no, it's like commenting on the weather. It's like, you got to find something, an original way to open up whatever you're saying. Because that now has been happening for a while. Yeah. Yeah. COVID is over. It's, I mean, life is pretty much back to normal now. Yeah. I think so. I Or should I say COVID will never be over? But we move on. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I mean, I don't know a single person that has gotten it in the last five months. Really? Yeah. Have oh, you? I know plenty. Oh, you do. I know. Oh, yeah. I know a lot too. And it's I, funny. It all comes down to: Are you testing or are you not? That's right. The people who aren't testing obviously don't get COVID because ah. they just have a cold or a cough or some illness, and they recover and they're fine. Yeah. But right. the ones who need to test, maybe, are actors still testing? Yeah, like I'm, sh- I'm doing this show in a week and they want to make sure everything's up to date and then I have to test on the Friday before I show up to work on Monday and then Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Wow. And are people yeah. in the crew like getting it? Like, is it still happening on sets where like... Yeah, I mean, basically the dirty little secret is, is that the only people that really can throw off everything is if the cast yeah. gets it. Because yeah. then they have to stay home and you have to reshoot something. Mm. But if someone, if a you know a prop guy gets it, they're like, well, he can go home and if he wasn't around anyone, we'll just replace for the week. How's the nurse administering the tests? Because that was the worst part of COVID when you'd get a bad tester and they'd shove the Q-tip so in far up your ass. nose, they hit your brain <laughs> or yes. your ass and your leathery gooch. <laughs> <laughs> do, they, or do they respect your nasal passages are they light swirlers or are they diggers kelsey kelsey <laughs> likes the deep ones jesus really? christ yeah she's got some sick nasal thing. <laughs> so she likes when it's she does yeah when they were too gentle she'd be kind of mad she'd be like i didn't get a good sneeze out of it 
Reminds her ah, she's alive. Yeah, you know, I was you like, get oh, that you brain didn't... poke. Yeah, exactly. You know, the sneeze is interesting. Your yeah, eyes she, start to she water didn't, she when didn't it goes finish. high. She didn't... <laughs> 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 I, I see the similarities there. A good sneeze. I, I know, right? It's the climax. I trade, and I, it is kind of, it is kind of like how you expect those to end. Every time you get one of those jammed up there, you get a really good sneeze after. You're right. I would trade a good sneeze for a substandard orgasm. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah, they're like pretty on par with each other in terms of, you know, pleasure. I agree. This is 30. Yeah. And and Q-tipping. You Q-tip? Your ears. It does feel good, but I don't don't do it. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Did you think for a second that I Q-tip my nose? <laughs> I uh, I don't Q-tip my ears. I probably should. Wow, I want to know what wax is in there. We should do that, like an excavation of Josh's ears. I know an ENT that's available twenty four seven. Okay, we should do that. I'll get an ear, nose, throat doctor here next week. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> you ever get the like the drainage, or where you like get your ears drained? No, people are like it's life. No, never. But mm. I've heard it's life changing. Really? Let yeah. me tell you, my son had this ear surgery to basically it's because you know all kids get ear infections and then adults don't get them. Yeah. Because your ear canals when you're a kid are basically like flat. So they hold on to the water and all the crap. It just sits there, you get an infection. So he got this little surgery where they kind of like put a hole right between like his ear canal, basically, yeah. so it could all drain out. And so when he gets an infection, instead of sitting there, it just drains. He just got his first infection since the surgery. You like Q-tipping. This is heaven. Wow. The, the shit coming out of my kid's ear was so hectic, but so satisfying to like, like I needed a spoon. It's so <laughs> gross. Oh my God. And you just get in there. No, Wait, it's satisfying I, for him or for you? For me. Why? <laughs> is this like a pimple popping thing or you enjoy the, oh God. Oh, it's so fabulous. You'll see Cody. Does Kelsey oh, like those videos? Claudia is obsessed with I, I any know, kind of, of pus coming out of a forehead. I hate it. Yeah. She'll also, it's so gross. Yeah, she also loves it when it's with me. It, she just yeah, like, like she sees it. Oh, she's a she sees a pimple. She goes in, and I'm convinced that the only I never had pimples before I met her. I'm convinced. <laughs> I'm convinced that under her dirty fingernails, <laughs> she's putting dirt in my forehead as she pops like, my one pimple. She's like rubbing butter on your face. Yeah, or that. <laughs> when in you're the middle sleeping, of the night, just like taking feces and carrying gold in your clogging your pores. Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. I don't know what's happening. I woke up with like nine zits. Yeah, weird. <laughs> Can I pop them? Yeah. <laughs> I smell like popcorn. Should we go to our debate segment of the week? Yes, we should. So this week for our debate segment, basically this is how it goes. Everyone will get a one minute opening statement. Then we'll do three minutes of crosstalk. I think that's fair. That's fair. Three people, three minutes, one minute per person in aggregate. Love that. Yeah, it's good. And then 30 seconds each of a closing statement. Today's debate. I'm nervous. Will be what's the superior food? Japanese food, we said, Mm -hmm. Mexican food, Mm -hmm. and Italian. Mm -hmm. Benjamin? Oh, I get my my pick. Or do you want me to pick? Pick for me. Italian? Okay. Okay. Cody Ko? Yeah. Mexican? Okay. Josh Peck will take Japanese. Ben, do you want to start us off with your one minute? Yes. Ready? And go. Italian food is one of the few foods that, even if it's cheap, or expensive, it can be really, really delicious. You go down the, down the street, get a nice slice of New York pizza. It's fantastic. Or you want to spend, by the way, is this a Carbone ad? Every single show we talk about Carbone. God, you I love go that Carbone. all the way up to Carbone, and the food is just amazing. The combination of sauce, cheese, pasta, 
bread, some good fish. We also never talk about that. People think Italian. They think hard carbs. Mm. I like a nice Dover sole. Nice Dover sole with a little bit of like a red sauce, capers, something great. Chicken parm. What's better than chicken parm? Nothing. You can eat it plain. You can eat it in a hero. Fantastic. If you don't like chicken, you go to veal. Veal parm, fantastic. Milanese, even better. Burrata, the king's cheese. Mozzarella tomato. I think I've named all of them. I, I don't eat the prosciutto, but I understand people <laughs> love the prosciutto. And if I ate prosciutto, I'd love prosciutto. Five seconds. Okay. I think that's good. I think that's good. I think that's good. And close. Thank you so much. I'll start now with beautiful Japanese food. You know, Japan has some of the longest living people on earth. Mm. Wonder why? It's because mm. of the food they're eating. Because it's so damn delicious, yet so healthy. That it's the perfect balance of mmm and oh yes, I'm gonna live long. It's a blue zone. I don't know exactly what that means, but I hear it's good for life. And let's not, it's not just sushi, right? It's not just teriyaki. We have ramen, we have soba noodles. We have these fun, have you ever had a Japanese cheesecake? It's so light and fluffy, you don't know what to do with yourself, okay? And listen, let's talk about amukase sushi, right? Mm. It's one bite per course. What other food would be so good that only a bite of it would fully satisfy you? It's Japanese food, guys. I'll answer that. It's wonderful, and I really want to go to a Japanese 7-Eleven because they look awesome, and I see them on TikTok all the time. Cody Ko, it's your turn. Josh, I will say I do a common phrase I say when I eat something, a bite of good sushi or something is, mm, I'm going to live long. Okay. Fuck, you guys killed it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do, like, debates. So did you? No. Okay, I'm nervous. I'm a Chinese uh, actor. You're good, I, I you're good on Mexican. Okay, my main thesis for why Mexican is the best food is that it is the ultimate food that dominates every single meal. I'm talking bre breakfast. I'm talking lunch. I'm talking brunch. Mm. I'm talking dinner. Maybe not dessert. But the rest of those, it dominates it. Everything. It's the perfect food for whatever scenario. You can have a taco stand at a wedding, mm. for example, right? For breakfast, for brunch, huevos rancheros, that's always on the menu. Mm. Breakfast burritos are one of the most beautiful things that you can eat in the mm. AM. Mm. And then, of course, for lunch, you can have a lunch burrito. You can have any form of, it's so easy, any form of tortilla, cheese, you know, carne asada, whatever Five you want. Five seconds, go to go. Right, and it's amazing, and I love it, and I love Mexican food, and, and gracias. <laughs> gracias. Very now, good. Very good. Very good. I'm hungry. Now three minutes of crosstalk, where we just discuss... I thought that you made some very valid points. You really I thought did. you did too. I will say though that my personal favorite part of Japanese is just you mentioned omakase, but really just the pieces and the rolls. I love a good spicy tuna. Yeah. You didn't mention that though. So I think my I think Italian's where it's at. But you want to get also, by the way, with sushi, because it's such a clean, beautiful food, you want to get dirty. Oh yeah. You can get dirty. They will deep fry the shit out of that spicy tuna roll. It's beautiful. I only eat dirty sushi. Like, but, I eat the cleanest of sushi, but then I douse it in spicy mayonnaise because I need that. I well, need it. Wasn't your main thing how, like, cheap Italian food is also good? Yes. But, like, there's... you Not really. No? Yeah. You can go. get bad cheap Italian food. You and can. I feel like there's no fast food Italian place where you can get, like, a bowl of pasta for, like, three bucks like you can Taco Bell. Ah, oh, wow. That's a good point. Now you're swaying me towards Mexican, but you cannot have good cheap sushi. Taco Bell and I aren't on good terms now, so I'm not going to fight for Taco Bell, but you did make a good point. Plenty of other cheap that Mexican was a good also. point. Del Taco is good, too. That was yes, a good Yes, you can certainly do, but I would almost say, I mean, like a bowl of ramen, like Dave Chang, mm -hmm. that was his whole thing, right? Can you make incredibly delicious food that's not 
insane $50 a plate Michelin star food or 100, mm. 100 bucks. So like a $14 bowl of ramen, it's going to fill you up cold day yeah all that sodium you're hydrated after a long 190 mile bike ride whatever whatever you do with your <laughs> Ironman there actually is nothing more satisfying than like a cup of noodles yeah is that Japanese cup of noodle I or is doubt, that like the American I, doubt it. I think it's the I think it's the American but yeah, by the, the way American. cup of noodles were fantastic yeah they were great and it's like they're like 25 cents aren't they yeah yeah I haven't had Guys, a cup, stop. I haven't had You're a cup all of noodle. over my topic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling you on my side. <laughs> I haven't had a cup of noodle in a very long time. The best is when you start doctoring cup of noodles where my buddy would make it, pour out the broth, and then throw in sour cream and hot sauce. Holy oh, smokes. Sick. Wow. There's wow. a bunch of those on TikTok. Really? Yeah. Yeah, like ramen hacks, especially with a cup of noodles, and Kelsey watches a lot of those. But Mexican food, good too, right, Cody? Yes. No, I'm, on, I'm on your side now, dude. I'm arguing for Japanese. No, I mean, by the way, Japanese is the superior cuisine. That being said, yeah, you got a great a talking debate. point. You got a great talking point. It's a great point. debate. We're all on the same side. It's a great debate. But yeah, I agree. Japanese is superior. It is. I love Italian. Don't get me wrong. But also, expensive Mexican food is really good. Like a Fantastic. good like, chicken mole. Yeah. Like a good mole sauce. Like yeah. when you go to an upscale Mexican place and you have a great margarita and, you know, great carne asada. Oh my God, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I love a fajita. And it's a great place. To like, it's a great environment to go like for a group dinner, a family dinner, a party, a birthday party, right? Mexican is always arms open. Get in here. Great vibes. Very fun. Yeah. Very best fun. Best vibes. Best vibes. That's it. 30 seconds for our closing statements. I will begin. I think it's clear. <laughs> Cody, Ben, I want to thank you guys for being here. I think I, I think we should just take a moment of silence with the 20 seconds I have left for how hard you guys lost this one. Mm. I feel great about it. Shout out the Japanese people. <clears throat> I'm over what happened in 1945, and I hope you are too. No mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you won. But again, you won. I don't know if it was your debate skills as much as it was the cuisine in general. Fair, fair. I thought I gave a very, very strong opening argument. I think just we must just not like Italian as much as we like Japanese. It seems like we should go after and get some sushi after this. Yes. I think that sounds really delicious. Oh. But yeah, congrats on being gifted the winner. <laughs> <laughs> in conclusion, I think you've also won. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Excellent. Great. Wow. And that was this or that. This or that. This week. That's, that's our. That's, that's our. Segment. Loved it. It's, it's nice, right? It's yeah, it is segment. nice. It's fun. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's good yeah. to have a debate that you're not mad about. It. Like, do you find? I don't feel like as an adult, I have any productive debates. It just makes me walk away going, you know, I never really liked him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's because it's never about topics like we just spoke about. Where like I don't really care. It's fun debating things that I don't really care about. Like I like all those cuisines. I like food in general. So it's fun to like argue different sides. Adult you should get into you know you should go hard on the next guest. You mm. should be like, "What's the best religion?" <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. And they're like, wow. "What? Jesus All right, three minutes to go." Wow. <laughs> yeah. I love wow. it. Maybe we go tertiary religions like yeah. Mormonism, Scientology, and Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be super cute. That would be. It's well, a really, really. It easy would be way. great trying to hear someone argue for Scientology. 
it'll be our last podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, it will just be canceled yeah. immediately. If the Scientologists have anything to say about yeah, it. Yes, if they do. We if will. they do. So this week, I think what was pretty, I mean, I know you don't love sports, Cody, but I'm wondering if you saw, did you see this thing with Draymond Green of the Golden State no, no, Warriors? No, no, I didn't. Can you update me on that? Yeah. I saw a bunch of headlines, but... Oh, I, it was a video of him in practice or something? Yes. Yeah, okay. Basically, he's a notorious shit talker. Right. He, you know, he, he's kind of like, he's a great player, but he's also sort of a bit of the enforcer yes. for the team. And he, they were having a practice. This other really good player, Jordan Poole, who too likes to shit talk, they were sort of going back, back and forth in practice. Draymond Green got in his face. Jordan Poole pushed him away. And Draymond Superman punched him. And Stephen A. Smith, who's a contributor to ESPN, is saying that he knocked him out. Like, we don't know for sure, but the video kind of ends there. But, like, knocked out his teammate during practice. Thoughts? He's crazy. <laughs> but he also probably... Look, it's like those, those coaches that give those motivational speeches at halftime. Sometimes they're... Too intense that they drive the team together. Like, you know, like those like classic scenes, he shits on the star player and then all of a sudden the star player has the best half of his life. If it goes in that direction, Jordan Poole's amazing. Like, unbelievable shooter. Better than Draymond. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dr I mean, Draymond is, he's just a perfect system guy, mm. but he's not like great at anything. He's always been like that glue guy, motivator for the Warriors. So if this works, maybe Jordan Poole has a great year or... This could completely backfire, and Draymond just yeah. lost the respect of his entire locker room. I mean, call me a contrarian, but I think that you probably shouldn't punch your teammate in the face. Ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that should be like a little underlying rule. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. If, well, yeah. I don't know. Who knows? There was that thing I saw a, um, a trailer for like the Kobe documentary coming out or whatever, and mm. they were talking about the Olympic team, how he. Said that, you know, when they were, I don't, I'm so With bad. Pal at like, Gasol, his yes, teammate. Yes, yes, yes. And was on obviously a different team because he's from Spain. I saw this video too. Yeah. You yeah. want to talk about this instead? <laughs> <laughs> but basically how Kobe was like, I know we're both on the Lakers together, but on the first play, I'm going to like charge him. Yeah. I'm going to run through you. Yeah, he ran through his teammate, but in that case, it helps his other team. Right. Yeah. Also, Kobe is just Kobe. Yeah. The guy is... But is that the secret, right? Like, to be great, you have to irrationally care about something that is not important. At the end of the day, sports are important. It makes people you're feel right, good. Though. We love it. For sure. But it's not, you're not a cancer doctor. Like, no. right? So you have to, Tom Brady cares about football so much that he's like, Giselle, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, to the they point divorce of divorce because yeah. he was too, still too into football? We spoke about this last week. We obviously know absolutely nothing. True. So that's the first thing that I like to say before I talk about any of these things. Yeah. I don't know the intricacies of their marriage. I know nothing. Yes. But from what, I, from what it seems like from an outsider's perspective is that he claimed to retire a few times and is putting football before his family. I believe that's what this is. Yeah. But have you heard anything else? Kind of, yeah. That's basically what people are saying. Like there's no cheating. I haven't heard of like any anything like that. I think mm. it's just she doesn't want him to play football anymore. And he won't stop playing football because he's the GOAT. Yeah. Ooh -hoo. And what do you mm -hmm. think of that? I love it. Tom Brady's awesome. Yeah, like, I it's... kind of, Kelsey was like, it's pathetic that he's like not retiring. And I was like, I kind of like it. He just wins. There's enough good guys out there. No, he's also just going to win again. Like he's probably going to win That's another Super Winners like right. win at all costs. I'm kind of like, I'm I'm behind that. I'm like, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. It makes me, I don't know, I get fired up. It's you know? amazing. You need an Elon. 
you need a Tom Brady, you need a Nick Cannon, you need. No. <laughs> <laughs> but like you're right, like there's enough guys like us who are going to settle down with great people and like you know do the standard good thing. And then you have these outliers who uh, inspire us. So yes, to your yeah, point, yeah. I agree. Like maybe he needs to just do it for all of us. I mean, do you really think he's neglecting his children? Maybe. I I do feel bad for the kids way, and for the family. The way, like family does matter. I'm not saying it doesn't matter. I'm just saying dedication at that level is something that should be, I don't know, revered. I guess it's funny now that you do bring it up, though. I guess it is borderline selfish for somebody with those dreams to have a family. Like you can have those dreams, not get married, not have kids be ambitious, put it all out there, yeah. but not neglect yeah. your loved ones. Yeah. So like, that's like a take that I haven't really thought of. Like, I always just think like, buck up Brady's kids, like a lot of money, great <laughs> dad, and uh dad that occasionally gives you a nice smooch on the lips. Remember yeah. that? Where he yes. made out with his yep. son? Yep. The best. Yeah. yeah, maybe he was too into his kids. Maybe this is <laughs> good. <laughs> maybe that's why they're getting divorced. There's an old saying that is great men rarely make great sons. Because mm. ah, they're mm. busy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> they're busy. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, speaking of great men, it leads us to our, our dear friend Kanye West, who's on some kooky shit like we've never seen before. Obviously, we've seen the comments. Uh, Cody, have you, I'm sure you've seen. Yeah, I, I watched a little bit of the Tucker Carlson interview. And I mean, I thought it was because, you know, someone was like, Oh, you should watch it. It's, it's really good. And I was like, is it just going to be another one of these Kanye interviews where it's like he can't quite articulate what's going on in his head? Because mm. like, I understand it must be really difficult for him. It just seems like there's a lot of shit going on up there. And someone was like, no, you should watch it. It's really good. And I watched it. And it just, again, I, I couldn't really, I couldn't really make sense of what he was trying to say. I only watched like five minutes of it. But yeah, it just seems like he's, I don't know. I don't know. I feel bad for him, but look, you know I'm a Tucker Carlson guy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I was curious. I was like, why, why Tucker Carlson? You know what? I'm always interested. Obviously, his comments turn me off in a big way, and I think they're unacceptable. Oh, you're talking about the Jewish comments? Well, that for sure. But it's. All, I feel like it's all kind of. It, it all. He sort of carpet bombed us over the last week. I didn't see walk. any of those statements. I didn't watch the interview up well, until that point. It's the, what are you doing on Facebook? Yeah. Oh, there, there's, okay. No, there's a lot of Kanye stuff. We can talk about the Jewish stuff. We can talk about just, I liked what you said though, which is I too feel bad for Kanye. He has all, clearly a lot of things going on in his brain that he does not know how to properly deal with. And unfortunately has a, such a massive platform that he is using in the wrong ways. But the Jewish stuff was that he like wished, uh, he said like, DEFCON 3 is coming to all Jews. Like, he, it was just crazy. And, like, the craziest thing to tweet. Like, you have to, like, think about that. So, obviously, Kanye is now kind of lower on my list. I was, I loved him, too, which really sucks. Like, I'm a huge Kanye music guy, and I'm so good, typically, at separating the artists from what they say. But in a world that, like, 60% of all hate crimes are on Jews, and Jews are and the vast minority of religions and for somebody with such a public platform to say something so directly anti-semitic sucks yeah so i feel bad for him i hope he i don't know thinks more about his words because i love self-expression i'm like the biggest fan of all of that but I don't or, know. or just like i don't know 
Yeah, I don't know. I just I kind of feel like he should just be less in the media and like talk less. Honestly, honestly, it just kind of feels like he's never really in that great of a state to again like articulate his thoughts. And I love that we haven't told the viewers or the listeners yet that your dog is here. So I'm just gonna say that was my um, penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. He gets a little crazy. <laughs> I was wondering what that was. <laughs> you got a vocal member, my friend. But I feel like Kanye, to your point, like, and, and this is something that so many people it, suffer from at, at that level. Is, is, I mean, if I was Elon Musk, would I tweet as much as, like, that's how you know money doesn't buy happiness, by how much he tweets. Yeah. And so, to your point, like, I wonder what that balancing act is of, like, how much of it is just, like, I'll take the good, I'll take the bad, as long as you're talking about it. Yeah, me. it's like, but... Yeah, it's like stuff he says where he's like, I'm in this legal battle with Gap and Adidas and this person is trying to, this person is like, nobody knows who these people are. Why are you, why is this in public right now? Like, right. it doesn't have to be. It's just like drama inducing. Yeah. And people like to just live in drama, it, it feels it, like. It does seem like it has something to do with staying relevant and selling product. Yeah. Before this whole anti-Semitism piece, it really felt like he would stir something up, post a text message between like him and P. Diddy or something, and then all of a sudden drop a new song yeah. or drop a collab. Yeah. Like it really did feel like he was using social to drive controversy to in turn drive sales. But now I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. Now it just seems like he's stirring pots to stir pots because he's bored or he's unhappy or I'm not sure. And by the way, if you are Kanye and you're in a legal battle with Adidas and or Gap, it's because you're fucking it all up. Because there's no way that any exec at Adidas or Gap is thinking, let's make this really hard for Kanye. Yeah, They're like, totally. please print us more money, Mr. Ye. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Don't mess this up because it's going so well. And yeah. if you don't want to work with corporate America, don't. Like we live in an age of direct-to-consumer. It's right. the easiest thing ever for Kanye to have a trillion dollar company selling Yeezy online without working with Adidas. Yeah, very like, true. Like just do it. Like yeah. if you don't want, if you're anti-corporation, own your own wealth. Like he could easily do it. It's so, so easy. I mean, Kim does it with Skims. Yeah. Like, the, like learn some business acumen from your ex-wife and what they're doing. They launch billion dollar business once a year. And they're not tied to anyone or anything. Like the biggest problem here is he's going on, he's shitting on all these executives and he's then like, like you, you can't have it both ways. You can't both want to work with corporate America and be anti-corporate America. So true. That should have been our this or that. I would have won. <laughs> yeah, you would have killed it. You had me convinced. It's like, goddamn. Well, I By the way, coming a, from three corporate shells. Yeah. We want to thank you guys for listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go for it, man. There's a, there's a Kim story. Should we talk about that Kim story before we wrap up? Because I think it's hilarious. Well, the best way to get over our annoyance with Kanye is to talk about his ex-wife hooking up with someone other than him. Um, <laughs> Kim Kardashian describes creepy sex with Pete Davidson to her grandmother. What? <laughs> it's a great story. In a new episode of The Kardashians on Hulu, Kim told her grandmother about an, an amorous encounter she had with Davidson. You know what's so crazy? She said, Pete and I were staying at the Beverly Hills Hotel last weekend, and we were sitting in front of the fireplace just talking, and I was like, my grandma told me that you, you really live life when you have sex in front of the fireplace. And so we had sex in front of the fireplace in honor of you. 
And she told her grandmother, I know that's really creepy, to which her grandmother said, not in the lobby. Jesus. So Kim had sex with Pete Davidson in honor of In honor of the grandma. And all I got to say is, next time you got to get the grandma involved. Okay. <laughs> His grandmas are smoking. No, but yeah, that's creepy. But maybe there's some kind of inside family dynamic where... Yeah, don't do it in honor of the grandma. Do it in the same room as the grandma. Do it with grandma. That would be truly. Do it with grandma. Yes. Also, it's weird because both of them, to say that right before coitus, they're both actively thinking about the grandma. How could you not think about it when that is the catalyst Mm. for the sex? They're both, it's on, you know, Nana's on the mind. Yeah. 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 Probably Probably wasn't the most romantic sessions. No. I would ben, guess. Ben calls it canoodling. I do call it canoodling. <laughs> mm. Coitus is a good one, too. Yeah. Just something about the word sex. It's so intense. Yeah. Like, we had sex. Like, no, we canoodled. Like, you know. <laughs> a canoodling is yeah. it's like spooning. That's like cuddling with jeans on. Well, until you're... Yeah. Wiener finds its way into a hole. If you're in, in your, <laughs> until, your, until your wiener barks. <laughs> oh, Cody, you're, thank you, man. Uh, thank you, guys. Wow. I would say promote your podcast, but I don't want you to be any richer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, where can we find you? What are you working on now? What's what's going on? I mean, you know, my podcast is a TMG podcast. And then, yeah. I mean, listen to Kelsey's podcast, Circle Time, Dear yes. Media. Yes. Listen to, we got TMG Studios. That's the podcast company that I own. Sweet. <laughs> a competition of Dear Media. <laughs> So actually listen to them. Yeah. <laughs> listen to those shows. No, and then Twitter and Instagram and everything. YouTube and, you know, all the stuff. Yeah, when does this come out? When does this episode come yeah. out? Yeah. It comes out every Monday. So this will, this will be Monday. on Monday. Yeah. yeah. So then I had a song that released on Friday that you can listen to. Really? Yeah. It's a remix. Nice. Of something that I did, but it's really, really good. It's called mm. Knock It Off Space Rangers Remix. So wow. listen to that on Spotify. You are a man of many trades. Yeah, musician, Iron Man, podcast, YouTube, very nice. We got to really up our games. Yeah, up our games. We're just actors, beverage owners, podcasters, procreators. I just had my second kid on Monday. He did. No way. Yeah. Oh my god. Congrats. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. Holy shit. He's like a day old. Talk about that. Oh my god. He's awesome. Congrats. Thanks, man. It's like I got. I gotta go to the podcast, babe. Yeah. She knows. I'm like, oh, you like this house? Well, that's our show. Cody, thank you so thank much you for so joining much. us. Josh, it's been fantastic. You can find us, I always fuck this up, on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, I, I Heart, Apple, Panda Air, right? Panda, Panda Express, Air, Panda Deezer. Any, Deezer. You can find Deezer. us at Starbucks. Grind, you know Grinders headquarters yeah, Grindr. is in this building too? You can, is it really? Yeah. This you, building's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. You can find us on Grinder, And <laughs> when you find us on Grinder, make sure to give us five stars, rate, review, subscribe to Please. our podcast. That really helps us. And thanks so much. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.